Top of the morning to you, laddies. This is Time Sick, episode 57. I'm one of your hosts, Hamza. I'm one of your other hosts, Samuldeep. And today's number fact of the day is, uh, who cares? So, here, let me let me talk about something that we talked about before. Plasma. Okay, yes, you, plasma. I I think you're referring to the blood plasma, right? Like the state yeah, of matter. Yeah, yeah. Not the state of matter plasma, the blood, blood plasma. And so, I, 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 a long time ago, we talked about plasma, and um, you said something... We talked about it, like, offhandedly, right? It just came up out of nowhere. It wasn't even, like, a topic or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you said something like, uh, it's 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 disease free or has less disease than blood. So it's it's better to make uh It was that I heard the fact that pe- people like you can get paid to give up plasma, you can't get, you won't be paid to get blood because people will lie about diseases they have in their blood to get money and thus donate bad blood or more likely to donate bad blood. Whereas plasma apparently doesn't have that issue, so you can pay whoever you want for plasma because you can just clean it afterwards i guess yeah yeah that's what i thought my thought it was it was clean to begin with and we discovered that people do get paid for donating blood but it's it's not like it's not it's 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 less of a oh is the blood bad it's more of a it's immoral to accept money for blood because that what think about the like the implications right i don't know but anyways i have this study here you know i don't know how true it is it looks fancy, but again, it could be wholly off. Um, but it does have, you know, respect. But is it like a study study? Like, uh, or is it just like a news article? No, this is, this is, okay, this is more like a scientific study than a news article. Okay, okay. I don't know, I don't know if that, if that makes it makes you feel better, but. It does. Okay. Imaginably so. Okay, good, good. This is, it's called paid plasma donation. And risk of bloodborne diseases in blood product recipients. So it's 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 trying to talk about diseases uh, during plasma donations. Okay. And well, quick question: Do you know the process that, like, or the technical term of the process that's used to separate to take the plasma out of the body? Oh uh, yeah, I believe it's called a spin that <laughs> fast. <laughs> Okay, I got well, it. You put yeah. You put you put it that you just spin and the plasma floats to the top and the blood cells stay on the bottom. Okay. Well, it's called plasmapheresis or pheresis. Okay, that's like the official kind of term, where it's the removal, treatment, and return or exchange of blood plasma or components, uh, to the blood circulation. That's the, that's not the technical term. Now the problem is that during this process, there's problems from uh human blood injection reusing materials you know sharing syringes etc etc that, that happened because of this is the process that you take the plasma out during that process things can go bad okay i follow i follow it says plasma obtained from plasma pheresis ferocious pheresis from paid donors carries a higher risk of bloodborne disease than that from unpaid donors okay so yeah so let's go let's what the fear was People will just say, you know, they're like, oh, money, I'll go. And they have diseases, they don't care. Right, but it's, that's true, yeah. But it's also that it happens with plasma uh, donations. It's not like a, this is, this is specific plasma donation. And this is the argument has been that the people who need the money from selling their plasma have risk behaviors for those infections. Uh, and this is in more developed countries. However, injecting drug users or promiscuous people I wonder how they define promiscuous. 
people will be <laughs> yeah. excluded by law from being plasma donors. Mm, interesting. And the high prevalence of different markers of blood-borne diseases in end products of plasma recorded since 1973 cannot be explained by inclusion of high-risk donors from more developed countries. Uh, okay, so then they're saying less developed countries is unsanitary. Okay, yeah, well, we already kind of expect that. Yeah, that's like, yeah, of course. Turns out places that don't have water and soap tend to have dirty things. Let me give you this one example here. It says in Mexico in 1986, there was an outbreak of HIV-1 infection among paid donors. We recovered frozen plasma from nine of these HIV-1 positive paid donors and measured antibodies to hepatitis C virus. No donor was an injecting drug user or reported homosexual contacts or reported homosexual contacts. Seven proved positive for hepatitis C infection. The paid donors are probably therefore infected with multiple blood-borne diseases during plasmapheresis. Paid plasma donors in less developed countries such as Mexico, India, and China are infected with HIV-1 and hepatitis C or B virus. So this is like a very scary uh, thing where they, 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 they took the plasma from people and they uh, checked it to see, hey, does it have any diseases? And it turned out they found HIV-1 from the paid donations even though um the claim was that no donor was was using any drugs or reported homosexual behavior you know then seven of them seven of the samples still had these tested i still feel like like one of those they're like oh the people who are willing to take money for donating plasma have risk with the risk behaviors was the term they used yeah i feel like uh line also lines up with risk behaviors that's true I think there's a strong correlation between those. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. So it and they even they even give a little summary that you know people with hepatitis C or other diseases should be asked about the history of plasma selling, or of having received plasma derivative products. They want to make sure that they get rid of this risk factor. But I think, I think the point I was trying to get at here is maybe plasma itself. I'm not sure about that, but during the process to get the plasma out, they. There could be contaminant. There's, you know, there could be some problems, and you're right about the paid and the unpaid part. But it's still, it seems like it's still a problem with with plasma. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, because I always thought like, oh, plasma is totally fine. Anybody can do anything with it. I wonder if these, like the the issues in extraction, then go on to infect other people, like often, or is it like, oh, this plasma has HIV, but the way we use plasma means it doesn't matter. That's a good point. Yeah, I remember last time we checked that they tested all of the used like i don't know if they tested all the donated blood but they tested all of the used blood in transfusions to make sure that is disease free one of the articles that i read um say that again did you say all the used blood for transfusions like all the blood that they used the actually used they that blood was tested for several diseases like you know including hiv including like, there's a bunch of diseases right like seven okay yeah okay i see i see I mean, I feel like that's the way it should be, right? Bro, I, I, I swear that episode that we recorded, you the whole time you were like, oh, why would yeah, you... Yeah, no, no, I'm not... I'm not yeah, yeah, I, I don't think they do that. I'm saying that's the way it should be, though, right? Like, that's, like anybody, if anybody donates blood, anybody gives blood, you, you test it for everything before you give it to another human being. Okay. Like, I, yeah, I just don't think that's the norm, is to test every single time. I think you just kind of... Maybe, maybe they test the person once at like the first time they donate blood, but then afterwards they kind of drop it off. Or they just trust no, their answers, no, no. to be honest. They, it, it's a, like, if they're going to use the blood for blood transfusions, then they'll test that blood. 
That's what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, that actually makes sense because I know a lot of donated blood doesn't go to use because it goes bad. Unfortunately, you can't, just can't keep blood for that long. That makes sense. Like test it when it's going to be used, not when you draw it because there's so much you draw versus how much it's used. We need to make a uh, synthetic blood. Like it'll be yeah, typed like, do I don't know. Universal oh, negative. U. Oh, negative. Yeah, but U sounds cooler. Add a synthetic. <laughs> U for universal. Is that? Any- We've yeah. made a new blood type. We just rebranded O negative. No, but it's synthetic. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So because it's synthetic. Yeah, I guess so. I guess, you, I guess, yeah, if it's synthetic, you can name it whatever you want. I don't know. I don't know if they've done this, but can you take blood from like animals and stuff and use that? Is that, that work? I think it doesn't work. I think like maybe like you, if you're, if you can extract the pieces and use the right pieces, you can, but I'm pretty sure just like straight up draw it and put it in now. Mm, I was like, maybe not for like, maybe not with like mice, but with like maybe like monkeys or chimp, you know, like close common ancestors, something like that. I don't know. I was going to ask, do you know what your blood type is? No, I don't. I, I you don't? really wish I checked. I Same. No I, I, I'm actually going to get my blood drawn later today. So <laughs> I'll ask if I can find out what my blood type is then. The heck? Serendipity. Yeah, I have to get like a lab work done just because like it's like, it's an, you're supposed to take it like at least annually. It's been like four years apparently since my last one. So the doctor was just like, just, just go get your blood drawn and we can just test it for the, all the stuff to make sure you're good. Yeah, nice, nice. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the last time I did that. Yeah. Also, I want to talk about when they draw blood. It's way cooler than uh, at least the way I thought they used to draw blood was like you know they stab you with a syringe, and then you know they suction up the syringe, and that's it. That's one blood draw. You have one sample. Then to get a second sample, you gotta do it again, and again, right? Stab you oh, over and bro, over. Bro, I it. know how they did it, dude. They literally, they literally had a little puncture hole, and then they just leave it there, and they just magically the blood comes out into these little pouches. Oh, that's that's for donating blood, you mean? Uh, right? Well, I don't know what reason that is for, but no, I don't. Not just for donating blood. Because I feel like if you're getting a power, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> oh, I don't know how much. Like, this is me giving blood. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know why they need it, but they need it, like, two or three bags of that stuff. I assume that's, like, in case something goes wrong, they can give it back to you. Yeah, sure. I'm my own blood donor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, imagine your blood type perfectly, Hamza. That's true. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, apparently the way they do it, like, last time I went, which is, like, four or five years ago now, they kind of have to, it's like, it's like a syringe, but imagine, like, there's no container. It's just, like, the needle part. That's it. They like stab it in you. And then on the back, there's basically like a port where they bring in test tubes with like screw on tops. And when they screw it on, it clicks and then all the blood just comes into it, fills it up. Jeez. And then when you unscrew it, it seals back up as you unscrew. And you just have like a, vi- a test tube of your blood. That's it. And they can just keep sw- swap, like swapping test tubes in and out. So if you need like five blood samples, you just gotta get stabbed once and they just twist on, twist off, twist on, twist off. Five times and you're good to go. Dude, med technology is pretty impressive these days. It's crazy. Also, I'm, I'm I'm always surprised by how strong blood pressure is because the second it clicks, you see your blood square into the back of the test tube, straight into the back. Yeah, very fast. Like I like you, the whole screwing thing you mentioned. That, that's that's very impressive to me. Like when when I was getting my vaccine, right, uh, for the COVID vaccine, it, like the lady was using a um like the band-aid it wasn't it was like you know how, you know how they like uh like okay you, you put the you, you put poke the thing inside the, the like they poke the needle inside the body and then after that you put it out and then you put like a little cotton or something and then you like i don't know tape you put a band-aid or something on it right it's like yeah typically it's like sometimes it's cotton followed by medical tape or you just use the cotton to like kind of apply pressure and then you use a regular band-aid yeah exactly this she applied the band-aid before the cut and i was like that's interesting and she's like yeah this is like this band-aid is like it's used for. It's actually used to prevent HIV. 
and i was like what the heck why how does it work because it's supposed to be like it's supposed to make like a little uh like a nice area so that like it's there and when the needle goes in and as soon as the needle comes out it like closes the area so it's like it's like a very self-contained area so is it to stop the hiv spread to you or from you to others i think it can work both ways but I'm pretty sure it's to you. I don't know. So the way I, it I sounds like it sounds like it's like they're containing you within yourself, and therefore protecting people outside from you. Well, I think she was using it just for convenience, but I don't I don't know how they would use it like for like in its intended use. But it's the point is like you don't have to you don't oh, have yeah, to yeah. then it's, take it the needle awesome. out and then put the bandaid on. You put the bandaid on first, and then you just put the needle in, and then it works. That's it's really it's really clever. Yeah, it's really clever. It sounds like it's like it the, the bandage heals up afterwards. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. No, that's why I've never seen that before. Why the person who gave me the vaccine didn't care if I got HIV apparently because they said the old-fashioned way. Walmart.com, bro, they got me. <laughs> you, you gotta be a Walmart Plus member though, only. What? Okay. You know, you don't know Walmart Plus? No, I've never heard of that. Walmart has like a Costco subscription service kind of thing now. It's called Walmart Plus. I didn't know that. Oh, that's crazy! I got so many ads for it. Yeah, it's just like it's it's just what it sounds like. It's like you get better deals and you get like access supposedly to like. Like Black Friday deals, you get early access if you're a Walmart Plus member or some some nonsense like that. So Hamza, way back, like near the start of this podcast, we had a conversation about Christmas songs and like when is the appropriate time for you? Like this is now it's Christmas song time. And do you remember what your answer was? Yes, I remember exactly what my answer was. It was exactly twenty three hours forty. I don't, I don't remember, but I, I'm pretty sure I must, have, I must have said like, uh, like the week of Christmas or something, like the week before or something. Maybe, maybe, nah, that's probably what I said. Maybe a month, nah, a week, a week. Okay, interesting. So like, you're just assuming that the the way you feel now is the way you felt back then, right? Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, that's why I want to talk about this because like that's completely changed for me now. All of a sudden, really. Yeah, because my answer before was... I, what happened? What traumatized you? That, it's actually backwards. <laughs> it's like opposite trauma. Because like... It, my answer before was... you can, Christmas songs are appropriate after Thanksgiving. Or like the afternoon. Thanksgiving afternoons when Christmas yeah. songs can kick in. And now I'm just kind of like... Right now it's like the start of October. And I'm just like... Or start of November. I'm like... You can do Christmas songs now. Let's go. I'm going to do Christmas songs now. <laughs> I don't know what changed. There's like this is this is. I know like people like just all humans have this issue of assuming that the way you are now is the way you'll be going forward. Like this is the final form of you no going way. forward. Who even who ever thinks that? Most people do. I guarantee you. No. Most people just don't no, think about 100%, it. hundred percent. Most people don't think that. No, I totally did. Most people just don't think. hundred percent people don't think that I will never change ever from what I am now. No, no way. I think I think you overestimate. Uh, I think you're underestimating, son. No Maybe. way. I tend to do that a lot. But I feel like most people would think like, oh, the way I am now, it won't change much. It'll be like small deviations. But then like, if you look back at your past selves, you've changed like drastically. You would say this is a drastic change, Malik? I would. Like you're, like you, you, you gone from, you've gone from uh, November 25th to November 1st. You're like, Ooh, those 20 days up, that's a drastic change in my life. You know, I gotta. Here's why. Because like, like I said, I know it's like a human thing to just think. I, I think it's a human thing to think that you won't change much. No, it's not. Stop. But, okay, fine, fine, fine. Go ahead. But, but I, this is one of the things where I thought, like, no, nah, no, but this, this will never change. This will never change. Like, what could possibly, what could possibly convince me that, okay, now I can listen to Christmas songs earlier? Like, the logic is there. Thanksgiving ends 
that holiday is over. Now it's time for the next holiday's time. And I think the only reason I can think of, the only thing I can think of that's changed between now and then is I'm no longer in school. Mm, oh, that's pretty And I think Thanksgiving had more significance because you get Thanksgiving off. The whole week you get off. And yeah. so I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving has like a place in my mind. I didn't even realize how close to Thanksgiving it is until somebody mentioned, oh, we have to start, you know, planning for what we're going to eat on Thanksgiving. So I think because Thanksgiving like basically doesn't exist anymore to me because school was the only thing that made me care about Thanksgiving apparently. Now Christmas songs are free game. Mm, okay, I'm really, okay. Well, I, I want to know what happens in, a, in the next like 50 episodes. We'll be like, hey, what, what, do you think about, what do you think about Christmas songs now? I'll be like, the day before, no, no sooner. The day before Christmas, no sooner. Yeah, like for me, like I, like it's it's a little strange because, uh, because Christmas is not like very special like to me, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We we don't really celebrate it. I don't, I don't think about this. Like I never, I've never thought about this. I don't even, I don't even, like I don't even know what a Christmas song is half the time. You know, I don't listen to music that much, right? But when when whenever it comes, I'm like, is this this is a Christmas song? Like, is is it? Sometimes it's not very obvious. No, see, I'm the kind of person like whenever I go like if I go to like the mall or just out anywhere. I, I like pay attention to the song that's playing in the background. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll listen to it, but it's in the background. Also, yeah, I guess you're right, I, but I don't go out that much either. Not anymore, at least. Not recently. Not since the pandemic. The incident. <sighs> yeah. But that's it. Like, really short follow-up, like I thought it was going to be. It's like, this is one of the things that I thought, like, this is not going to change. Like, what could possibly make a change? And it changed immediately. I, li- I like the, the idea that you have that it's because of school. That's the only thing I can think of. Like nothing else has changed other than like I guess, like I've grown up and like, my brain's like probably rewired itself a couple of times, like most humans. But, you know, like the only logical thing I can think of is that I'm not in school, and I guess Thanksgiving meant hey, more I in mean, school. People's people's tastes change too. Maybe you're like, you really long for that Christmas music, and because of like situations, and you're like, you know, you just want you just want to, you just want to listen to it. You know, it's not no shame. That's true. Christmas songs are very comforting most of the time. So I guess it could be like, yeah, just, you know, if you have a rough year, Christmas comes early. Okay, so I think it was last episode, maybe it was the episode before that, I forget if we to follow up on it. But I offhandedly mentioned some figure about how like, by the time you and I retire, if we have a million dollars today, we'll be worth 300,000 when we retire. And I thought, and I thought it was absurd. I thought, I thought it was going to be like way higher than that. Yeah, you to you it's like oh like the idea of a million bucks being a I don't I, I can't say insignificant because two hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. But to the, the amount of drop off would be that harsh. You just couldn't believe it. So I went back and I tried to find the source for that claim, like where I got the information from, and uh, I found it. Uh, it was from this book uh, a coworker of mine recommended. I guess I say coworker friend of mine, a friend of mine recommended. It's just like a retirement planning kind of thing. He's super, like, into that, and he's like, constantly pushes me to be into it, so... And, you know, it's for the, it's better for me anyway, so I go with it. And it was just, like, the book, We're Talking Millions. It's written by Paul Merriman and Richard Buck, which, you know... If you're gonna make a retirement book and your last name's Buck, it works out very nice. Okay, so here's the, here's the statistic, like, the numbers. Based on 10% inv- Oh, wait, no. That's the wrong, wrong line, wrong line. Oh, shoot, I lost the line. God damn. There it is. So... Basically, this entire chapter, this fact is taken from is, a, is the idea of you have to account for inflation because if you're, if you're smart enough and you plan for retirement early enough, then inflation kicks in like, a lot. So it says, when you're planning for a very long time frame at 3% inflation, 
$1 million today will be worth about 228,000,050 years. That's a statistic. Okay. It's, assu- it's assuming... Yeah, it's it. So, it's assuming that, like, inflation stays, like, relatively constant to what it has been in the past, which is around 3%. And then if you just project that out to 50 years, a million becomes only 228,000. So, it's actually less than what I thought it was last episode. You know, it's funny because I saw a bunch of memes recently about inflation rate being like 6% this year. It's kind of like a like a meme, like, hey, I got a 3% bonus, but inflation is 6%. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you're actually net negative. I don't... Did it raise 6% this year? I, I don't know. That was just, uh, who can trust Facebook memes? But um, the, the, the real question is like, what the heck, bro? Like, uh, just like a million dollars just becomes 230. That's terrible. I'm, I'm not, that can't be good for the economy, you know? Right. I mean, fifty years is a long time, you know. It's like, yeah, if this happened overnight, terrible for the economy. No, but, but like, even in fifty years, like if someone's like, I have a million dollars, and you'd be like, because like, it's not. I mean, let's be honest. I wouldn't at two hundred twenty eight hundred thousand dollars suddenly appearing in my bank account. Okay, true, but it's like I don't know. I don't know what it is because like, it's like if someone says I'm a millionaire, I'd be like, well, all right, bro. So is everyone else. Like, it's, it's not mean, gonna yeah, be like, special. Yeah, like, uh, what is it? Uh. If you like look at like, you know the the wealthiest people in history, like you know a, like a generation ago, right? It's like they're millionaires, and that was considered like you're the richest man in the world. And now it's like, depending on where you live, houses can cost a million bucks easily. No, no, no. But when people look at the richest people, they they look at like, uh, adjusted for inflation. Yeah, adjusted. I don't think they look at like, oh, this guy had like two dollars back in like. What I'm saying is like. This isn't like a. This isn't like a new thing. This is just how it works. This is how money works. Because you can't just keep the amount of money in, in an economy constant. It causes problems. Apparently, I'm not an econ major, but from what I understand, you can't do that. You have to constantly put more money in, and it's just like how much is too much. Mm, it's a tricky situation to be in. It's just I I, I get it. It's just, it's like it's still mind blowing to me. Like imagining a one million dollars become a paltry two hundred twenty thousand. Like it's it's. Even even if it takes fifty years, that doesn't seem that long to me. But it's just it's, wow. It makes you feel better. We'll probably retire in less than fifty years, though. So. That doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> and because we don't even know, that's a three percent interest, uh, three percent inflation rate. Yeah, right? it could be worse. In fact, it, it is worse. worse right now. But then like, you, one could also make the argument that as you get closer and closer to retirement, and inflation's you know it's kicked in at this point where it makes a difference compared to where you started before when you started your career your pay will also have increased to account for most of it. So it's like, you're also making money more easily too. For retirement, yes, I, I understand. But for just the idea of having a million dollars in 50 years, and then a million dollars right now, being the difference of like 700K, it's like, jeez. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's the, that's the number number. I want to like get all the numbers down to show that I'm not crazy. Trust you, Buck. See you. See how it goes 50 years? Tune in 50 years. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Oh god, well, how many episodes that be? We were like, we were like, what? Uh, fifty? Even though it's like this, fifty-two weeks in a year, but it's like we missed a couple episodes here and there. Twenty-five hundred episodes, bro. We'll be at episode three thousand. Oh my god! What's up, guys? What's See you in episode time? three thousand. What's up, guys? I'm retiring today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, League of Legends is our favorite game. You know, we both play it all the time. We both follow it all the time we really like league of legends right that's that's accurate 
I'm not gonna give you an answer. Okay, I mean, to to be to be honest, like I haven't, I don't really play league that much anymore, and uh, I don't watch. But you did at least. I did. I did. That's more than I ever did. Wait, I mean, technically, technically, you play you play like a bot game or something. I'm pretty sure. I played. I think in my like, I think I played three games of league in my entire life, and it was one in like freshman year of high school when I saw when all my friends were talking about it, and I thought, okay, I'll try it out, and I was like, I hate this. And then this, the other, the two other games was with you, where like it was like after finals or something. I don't know why, but it was like you were gonna play league after finals. I was like I'll join you, you know, maybe it'll be more fun if I'm with somebody as opposed to by myself. And we played two games, and I'm like I still don't like this game. And that was it. We'll get you there. Ma- we'll there might have been four. There might have been four. I might have tried it one other time between where I tried to get back into it because my friends still kept talking about it. But in the end, I just couldn't do it. We'll get you one day, Muldi. Don't worry. League League always gets everyone. I've talked about this. I, I feel like people who play League have this love-hate relationship with it where they love the game, but they also hate it, and they can't stop playing. And I don't want to be... I don't want that. I don't need that in my life, man. <laughs> no, no. You don't you Don't look at other people. Just play play for the enjoyment if you like it. And if you don't, you don't have to. It's not a big deal. But um, recently, I've been getting back to it, which is why I've, I even talk about it. Because one thing, one thing I really enjoy in life is uh, beauty. Like, like I'm, I'm what I mean is like what. What the know, hell are you talking about? Like, what, what, what I meant, what I meant was like I like good UI. <laughs> it's a weird way to say that, but it's like you don't say it like. It's a really weird way to say that. We went real philosophical with it. Yeah, yeah, no, like, like, like if something looks really nice, clean to me, I, I like it. I, like, I, I'd, I'd want to see it. So the reason why I mentioned this is because League of Legends, or I guess Riot Games, the creators of League of Legends, they created a game called legends of runeterra and it's just a card game version of league of legends right lots of companies are doing this i mean like i bet that would describe it it's just a card game yeah it's a card game yeah with the league of legends characters st- stickers yep it's or you call it it's set in the world of runeterra whatever the point is it's a card game and i've loved the a like love love the ui of runeterra like, i love the animations the colors the blah blah maybe not maybe not so much the grind it's nice but I played I played like way more Runeterra than I ever played uh, League of Legends. I got really into it for a while there, and I I, I had to stop myself because I knew I was like because I was this was back when I was in school, and I was like, I I I noticed like I could like track how many hours of study time I'd taken out just to play this game. Like I got to stop, and like and once I stopped, I never went back because like I, I couldn't give I couldn't let myself get back into it. Just out of fear, I'd get sucked in again. Jeez, what a nerd, dude! But now now that you have time, because you know out of school yeah and now that i'm an adult i have all the free time in the world what are you t- yeah exactly okay so but so i really like legend of runeterra and i was like and valorant too also has a very another right game also has a very good ui so i was like oh this is great so maybe maybe you want to get back into league interesting right because they're not really that related um, no i feel that checks out that actually tracks significantly just because we're going to talk about later yeah and the league client itself is not amazing it's not as amazing as runeterra or valorant it's 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 all right you know people might get annoyed if you say that but uh it's all right and they always they always revamp and introduce new things so because of this i I came back to league and i saw a lot of cool stuff so and i i visited the subreddit for league of legends and one thing one thing i never liked about league of legends was whenever whenever the world championships came around because i would always see really cool posts of like oh look at this crazy play that i made or look at this guide that i made and all those would go away and all you would see now is like Oh, Niski isn't it, it, like is a free agent now, or uh, Double Lift says something, some crap about some manager. Or something. It's like it's like I don't like I get it. It's it's like it's there, but I don't care about that scene so much. You know what I'm saying? 
Like these are pro players, and I don't care that much. Yeah, about like them. once the tournament comes around, that takes up the entire conversation. Yeah, everything, and they the people really care about that stuff, so it's really up there. The thing is, like I ne- I always knew when League Le- when League of Legends tournaments came around, because my friends would constantly talk about them. Even though I never played League, I never watched any of the tournaments. I would know because they'd watch them during lunch, or they talk about them during yeah. class. Yeah, and I would always try to ignore that, or sometimes I would get sucked into it. I then in the past, but. You know, so this time I have gotten a little bit more into it, and research a little bit here and there. It's kind of interesting to me. Now, so anyways, back to the moment at hand. Worlds 2021 finished, ended. The results are in. Uh, if you remember, the hype from last time was there were three Korean teams and there was one Chinese team, and we wanted to see who would become the winner. Yeah, I want to see how this goes. What do you think happened, in Uh I'm not sure. Just because, like, the more interesting story. The more, yeah, the more interesting story would be China won, like if it clawed its way back. But realistically, it's a three to one odds, so I want to say a Korean team won. I mean, you're right the first time. Yeah, China really? won. Yep. yep. That's impressive. It was very, it was very impressive, and I was, I was sitting, cause I actually watched the final games, the final final games, uh, the best of five. Uh, uh, so what happened was, I told you before, there's four games in the semifinals, right? And mm-hmm. One of the Korean teams won, and this Korean team was the winner of last year. And they were, they were pretty much everyone believed that uh, these guys are gonna win. Yeah, a shoe in. Like they're shoe in no matter what. In the other two groups, the Chinese team won. They're like, okay, well the Chinese team is better, but not a big deal. Most people were thinking, okay, uh, it's gonna be three to zero, with the, with the Korean team winning easily. Oh wow, like a complete shutout. Yeah, just very easily for them, not a problem. The other team, they're by the way, they're Edward Gaming. If you've heard of them, they're like, okay, they're good and all, but like, they were kind of like a sleeper team. Like no one cared about them. Not until it mattered. Of course. Of course. Of course it is. So basically the basic idea is they played, I watched the game myself just to see, not all of them, but like there's five, there's five total games. I watched like three or four of them. And yeah, all I would say is the Chinese team outperformed the League of Legends team. They put, so it was like, it was basically, I, I believe it went like this. The first game, uh, the Chinese team won. The second and third game, the Korean team won. And then the last two, the Chinese team won. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Say that again. I want to keep track of, like, so who it went, was in the lead. It went uh, China first. Okay. Then, then Korea, Korea. And then okay. China for the last two. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, so like China got an early start. Then Korea, like, pushed back. And then followed by China's last push, which got him to win. And the impressive part about it is that this team, Edward Gaming... Every single one of their matches, well, as far as I know, they went to a best of five. Oh, so it always came down to the last match. Yeah, somehow they pushed through all of the last last one. They played the most games, which is, which is crazy. It seems like either they're either they're really good under pressure, where like suddenly where everything matters, they suddenly pull through, or they have like I guess stamina would be the right word, where the matches affect them less and less as each match goes on, whereas other teams maybe get more tired out, mentally exhausted. That's what I think. Like, why would that be? Why would it be like? They're able to push it to five, and then all of a sudden, they always win. Maybe they're really good at adapting, or the coaches are That's good. That's true, yeah. There are breaks during the, after each game, so they, like, you know, probably go back, and then they discuss strategies and whatnot. So, um, but, you, but you're right. It was really it was really shocking to me, and I was wondering, like, how is this possible? You know, like, are, why is, like, no one talked about this team, as like, on the Reddit, as far as I was saying. Like, no one talked about this team. I, I didn't hear anything crazy about it. Here's an interesting fact for you, Molly. China won in the final game, in the final matchup, out of the 10 players, 
Seven of them were Koreans. Oh, okay. I okay. see. Three of them were Chinese. So in the Chinese team, two of their players were Korean. They were they, but they they play they played for the China League. Okay. That was another interesting thing to me. Like, I, it's kind of like a meme. Like, you know, can't win. You know, like it's still seven Koreans. I feel know. like I, every couple of years I see this picture. It's always a different picture, but it's the same concept. Where it's just like, oh, the math American math Olympiad or whatever, winning team, and it's always like you know three Asian kids. And it's like the joke is like, oh, is it, is it really American? It's like, it, like, it's a stupid joke. I hate it. But like, it is interesting to note. But I think, I think, like, in the American team, they're Americans though, right? They're not like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not the people who are like, that they just bought from like another country or something. And then they, they, they grew up in America. As far as I know, they're Americans. It's just that their genes are uh, not of a, the North American continent. Like most people living in the North American continent right now. Yeah, yeah. In in this specific case though, both Koreans played for Korean teams before they moved to China. And then they played for Chinese teams. Now the interesting t- part to me is the the mid laner for the winning team, the Chinese team. He was the backup mid laner or maybe even the backup to the backup mid laner, I'm not sure, of the third place team this year. Who's the team that I'm talking about is like the team that has the most wins in all of world champions. They're called T1. He was a backup backup midland for that team in Korea. Oh, interesting. Okay. But he never got to play in like worlds or whatever. And he got kicked or something. He left from there, went to China. He could speak China Chinese fluently or two, I, I think. He went to China and he started his legacy there by joining Edward. And he won, like literally when he, when he, when he got in there, he won like LPL, which is like the Chinese tournament. He won that like a couple years in a row. And they kept winning tournaments and whatnot. And then now he won his Worlds. It's funny because he was in the mid laner of the team that won like four or five World Champions without him. Well, technically he's a part of the team, right? But he didn't get to play in the tournaments. But now he's officially part of the Edward King team and he came and he beat everyone, which is pretty impressive. That is actually. It's like a, it almost feels like a, I want to say, it's not exactly, but like a revenge story almost where it's just like, you, you, you fail to acknowledge my abilities and then like I come back years later stronger than you can imagine. And this actually happened multiple times in the, in, in this year's League of Legends because that same team they're talking about T1, they're one of their coaches is the coach of the team that won last year. The Korean team that won last year. He changed over to that side. And this year, they won against T1. So it was like a very bittersweet kind of moment. Anyways, it doesn't matter too much. The point is, Chinese team won. China's number one. Get out of here, Koreans. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyways, the the reason why I another reason why I want to mention this is because uh, a lot of people wanted the Korean team to win, and not just because oh Korean dominance and whatnot, but because one of the players in the Korean teams, um, this was supposed to be this was is possibly his last year of playing because he's going to get drafted to the well he is he's got, he has to join the military. Oh, the manda- mandatory service. Exactly, the mandatory service. So usually players retire because it's like a two-year thing and you come back, you're kind of rusty, I guess. You're still good, but not pro level, I guess. Yeah, you can do the last skill in two years. So it's kind of like a you know, sad moment because he didn't get to win. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. But the reason why I'm taking this is it's interesting because you have to go to the military. Like, the, you have this mandatory military service in Korea, South Korea, for two years, for me- for men, for males. But usually if you do something insane... Like if you're in the Olympics or something, I don't know what the details are, but you do some insane things that you you might get, you might get to uh, what's the word like? Is it postpone, delay, or is it like the strip? 
straight up straight up like nullify or i don't know what the word is like straight up like uh oh interesting you don't have to do the service anymore uh, that's okay that's and I, I didn't know that was an option yeah but it's very rare right it's not for everyone now the reason why i mentioned this is because the 2022 asia asian games i should have checked what that is but it's it's it's, it's <laughs> i was like i took what, I was like, I took what the olympics yeah, unfortunately, I don't. I don't think it's the Olympics, but I don't. I don't because like I, the Olympics are in Beijing this in twenty twenty two, but I don't. Think that's what, I don't think that's what you're referring to. No, I don't think so. I don't know what it is, but the point is, in those Asian games, the players that win, they don't have to do the ma- the mandatory mi- uh, military service. And guess what? They added esports this year to oh the oh my or, god in twenty twenty two. I was gonna say like there's no way they're gonna respect esports enough to put it on the list. They added eight esport titles. They added, and I have a list here. They added a uh, Arena of Valor, Dota Two, Dream Three Kingdom Two, FIFA, Hearthstone, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile, and Street Fighter V. I feel like Overwatch should be on the list. Overwatch is a it's, dead game. I know, but still, like I feel like it was enough of an esports the, thing. The Overwatch League, they they are not supporting it anymore. Right. Oh, they're not. Oh, wow. Okay, that's what they did. So, out of all these teams, and League of Legends is in there. So, if the players play in there and they're younger than that, a certain age, and they haven't done the military service yet, then they can get absolved. I think that's the right word. Whatever. Like they can get, they don't have to do the military service anymore. That's crazy. So it's got basically the stake of winning the Asian Games for South Koreans is so high. Like it's, I don't know what yeah, the it's... other Asian countries are like, but like this one is like super high for. I them. was gonna say, like, like we say, like military service. Like, I assume it's not like. You on the front field, though, right? Like, on the front line. Yeah, and even if it's not, it's still two years that you have to do. So it's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, a... It's like two years of your life. Yeah. Dedicated to something you may or may not agree with. I'm just saying, like, it's not... Like, what's the mortality rate on this mandatory service, you know? Because I feel like that changes it a bit. I feel like when you say mortality rate, it sounds like, oh, this person could die. But like, no, what, no, are the, no. what are the actual likelihoods of this person dying? No, no, no. But it just... I mean, I don't, I, don't, I think I think of it as a huge inconvenience. Like, just imagine yourself. You turn 22 or... or I forgot what age it is. And now you have to join the military. You can postpone it. You can delay it as much as you can. But at some point, like 30... If you're 30 or something, you have to do it. I'd probably get... I would probably do it as soon as possible, honestly. Yeah, of course. That's probably what most of them do. But it's like a... It's like a... It's, it's a... To me, it's like... Well, I could be doing so many other things right now. But I have to join the military yeah, for yeah, two years. Yeah, I totally years. agree. Like, it does feel like it's like in the way. Especially for for these young artists or like you know they're like they're they're popping right now. This is their time. They're, they're in the they're in the limelight or they're doing amazing stuff. And if they need to go two years out, that's that's a huge problem, right? There was a, I think I told you this before. There's there's a K-pop group called Akmu. It's two. It's a brother and a sister. And the brother had to do the military service, and the sister didn't, right? Because well, she's a girl, and so they. They had to split the thing. He he went for two years, did the thing, uh, did the military service. She, like, sang some solo songs during that time. He came back, but I don't see him that often anymore. It's kind of like a, you know, it takes a while, I guess, to get back into things. Okay, anyways, now the now the real reason is I don't even. I mean, I'm twenty twenty two Asian games. Right now, right now, this is just follow up. <laughs> and 2022 Asian Games, I'm sure that's amazing and all, but I never heard of that before. The reason why I mentioned it is because Riot is actually in talks with the Olympics to put League of Legends in the Olympics as an esport. And I know it's kind of weird, but they're only in talks. Is it might not happen. But the reason the reason why they say is it could be possible, might not be possible, is because um, if League of Legends and all the other esports do really well in the 2022 uh asian games so people come people watch 
it's going to look really it's going to be a better chance for the olympics to take esports as well and secondly the olympics is adding more and more less traditional sports like you know they added a i uh, have like surfing and skateboarding they're not yep, they're yep. not traditional sports yep. and in 2024 they're adding break dancing yep or as they call it breaking for some reason okay which is not really a traditional sport. Not at all. And I know it's not. It's not. It's still not an East thing. So that's here's like the thing. A, here's the thing. All of their press releases constantly. Because I looked into this like back when we were looking about skateboarding and like new sports and stuff. They always like say the same thing. That they're they're on. Like I guess they're, they're brutally honest about it. They're just like we're trying to reach a younger audience. We're trying to get young people interest more interested in the Olympics. Because apparently, I guess people just, young people just don't care as much about track and field. It's kind of surprising because yeah, I thought right? young people are the ones that are participating in these. Kind of. Well, I I think it's it, they're talking more viewership than actual participation. No, I know, yeah. So that would assume yeah. that people would also view it. Yeah, but apparently, according to them, like it's not the Olympics aren't resonating with those with the youth anymore, and so that's why they're adding like these sports that are more that they think will be more interesting to them: skateboarding, surfing, break dancing, and so esports feels like totally up that alley. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, exactly. So, like, and we talked about a couple before. Like, I don't. Even though I love esports and I totally respect it, I don't think it belongs to the Olympics because it didn't fit my mental image of what the Olympics is. Because yeah, you're racist, I get it. But I'll still be excited if it actually goes in. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty insane. Because if if this is the, if this is the kicker to get league, just imagine, imagine, dude, that's gonna be so crazy. Imagine watching League of Legends in the Olympics. <laughs> that'd be I so can't funny. wait to see. I can't wait to hear the NBC people just like, not know what they're talking about. Like always. No, I'm sure they have if, casters and whatnot. You know. Yeah, usually it's like they got. The regular TV host, who's like a TV personality and therefore is, has all the charisma. And then you have the other person who knows what the hell they're actually talking about. And it's not like legal, especially legal Legends, it's not very hard to host like a tournament style thing for. You know, it's a, like it doesn't need crazy equipment or whatnot, right? It doesn't need like specific weather conditions, I guess. Yeah, but I'm talking more so it's like in terms of the quality of commentary. Because people constantly talk about how they hate the NBC commentary. Because they, 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 they just like, they straight up lie. Or they get things totally wrong, and so I go, and like and I can't tell because I'm not an expert or know anything about those things they're talking about. So I'm just like, hey, this is great. But like when it becomes like a thing I know about, it's like, oh, these people don't—they actually don't know what they're talking about. All right. Well, Riot has this really bad habit of, hey, uh, like, what do you guys, what are you guys working on, Riot? Oh, nothing. You know, just the the legal and whatnot. Okay. Next day, we're releasing 20 new titles and 30 new shows, and and it's all been made, and it's kind of it's coming out to you like literally right now. It's like they this it's it's like they have a bad habit of doing that. Look behind you, it's there. And I, I, I want to talk about this because of Arcane. Okay, yeah, it's the Netflix thing, right? Exactly. Well, that's a strong word, but it's it's, really? it's a show. Yeah, because it's it's not just on Netflix, but it's. Oh, a, is it not? Oh, okay. Because like that's why I watched it on Netflix. Technically, everyone watches on Netflix, except if you're in China, then you watch it on like the Tencent platform. Um, but regardless, and it's on Twitch too. Like there's a lot of streamers streaming it but anyways the point is league of legends six years in the making they made a show called arcane it talks about the lore of some of the characters in league of legends thoughts okay well here's the thing i I don't care much i I don't play league legends to be established right one thing that can get me really sucked into a game is like if you can or anything if you give me lore I'll eat that stuff up. So it's like, I'll eat that up. Something about lore is just so appealing to me. Like, and watching the show, it's like, if I if I hadn't 
played League before and know that I, I don't like it. Like it's a game I like I fundamentally do not enjoy. I can see myself like picking it up and giving it more of a shot than I did before. Because now like even though like it, the Lord doesn't affect gameplay at all. It's literally nothing. But knowing it just makes me care more about what's going on. No, you're you're totally right. But I I I, I really tend to stay away from Lord. Like I'm like, I don't I don't care because sometimes it really disappoints me, right? If I main a champion and I find out later on that she's a loser or like she does something <laughs> super cringy, like I'm, it happened before, and I'm like, come on, dude. Like I'm, I, you know, I, I like you know what I'm saying. I was I gonna say like, oh, I play this character, but it turns out they're like a racist or something. But no, no, it's just they're cringy. No, nah, they're cringy, dude. They're like, too cringe. Like it's like, bro. Okay, I get it. You're traumatized, but come on, everyone's traumatizing the game. <laughs> so so okay so you you wanted to play League of Legends more. Well, so that means that seems to me that you kind of enjoyed the show then. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. I, I like the show a lot. I like first of all, we only seen the first three episodes. Right. I I started the first episode just because you recommended the show to me. So check it out, you know, because I was like, I don't know much about League at all. Yep. Right. So like, I'm more of a a normal person, I guess you could say, like the average person who would maybe come across this on Netflix scrolling. Whereas you probably know way more, or at least you know the characters, which is more than I do. Yeah. And so I watched the first three episodes, and now I'm waiting for the entire season to drop. And I don't want to watch week to week. I want to just see it. Sure, sure. Yeah, the, the first three episodes are Act 1. Then there's Act 2, which dropped yesterday as of recording. As of recording, yeah. And then the Act 3 will drop next week. I like that doing, you know, it's, only, it, it's three episodes per week as opposed to one per week, which is nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. It keeps, still keeps the discussion alive if, if people want that. There are a lot of Easter eggs in the show. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, people who, like, know League, they're, they're noticing, like, a million things that are completely going by my head. Possibly. But also, the, there's a... They added like I really I really like um the animation style. Like, what did you think about that, Wally? Oh yeah, I'm a, the the animation's good. It's like it's three D animated, right? But it looks like very painterly. Is what I can describe it. Yeah, that's a good description. Which is usually not a good thing to describe like three D animation, but it works really well for this. Especially that one character. Like, what's the 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 rodent? Not rodent, but you know, the short fuzzy guy. Heimerdinger. Yeah, Heimerdinger. Heimerdinger. For some reason, he looks like he's like literally a painting moving around. Like his, I think it's because of the fur, the way they texture fur. He looks like way more painted than everybody else in the show. Yeah, I really, I really like how they did him because he's a yordle. He's like a little, like like a really tiny person filled with magic. And I was like, is this gonna look? It looks it might look kind of weird like this, but it actually looked pretty well. Pretty, it's it, pretty seamless and everything. And they they in the premiere of um, Arcane, they talked a lot about. You know, they took them six years. They were looking for a lot of different studios, different, tons of different animation styles. If you've seen the cinematics, they've done every different style ever. They've done like so many styles for everything, like anime style and like every style like under the sun. Okay, maybe not that many, but they've done they've done a lot of various styles. And so this, they went for a company called Fortouche, a French company that develop that does this specific style for animation. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's try this one out. And they spent six years. Literally, they said six years because they spent so many years trying to find uh voice actresses. And voice actors. Oh yeah, animated animation takes a long time to make it. There's so much like prep work before you can start making the thing. If you count, if you count for that, it takes years upon years. But this one took, uh, I think, quite a lot longer. You know, have you heard of Dota 2's anime? No. Dota 2 released an animated series right before League of Legends released theirs, maybe like a year ago or something, called Dragon's Blood, also on Netflix. But I didn't I, see I, the like, hype. I, I feel like I've probably seen it scrolling through Netflix, like Dragon's Blood rings a bell. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I vaguely remember too. But the thing is, it wasn't as hyped as Arcane was. Like, Arcane's hype was a little crazy. Like, they, like I said, Riot really pushed Arcane. Besides it being on Netflix, besides it being streamed on Twitch on, on the day of launch, and the premiere, which which was crazy, they also on like they also advertised on the Burj Khalifa. They also had a bunch of cafes in like South Korea and uh, like in China they had different events and in like I think I saw like uh, in Russia they had something and in, like in New York Times Square like they like took all the advertisements for Arcane and it's just basically like tons of stuff, tons of stuff just for the sh- people to watch the show. They really wanted to get the show out there and you know it's not not a bad show to get out there. Yeah, honestly, that's what surprised me most. Is like, it's it's a good show. It's just a a, a really good show. Okay, great. So I'm 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 glad that you liked it because you really don't know the lore and yeah, like yeah. or like the characters at all. But if someone that has no idea what it is goes in and watches it and they they like it, then it must be great. Yeah, there's a few like things that like I feel like I don't know what they're referring to. They're referring to something, but I don't know what it is because I don't play the games. But like it's never an issue. It never affects like they give you enough information that if you don't know anything about League, you can follow along perfectly fine. Yeah, great, great. It's just you, you can just, sometimes you can tell like, oh, this is clearly referencing something that I don't know because I don't play the games. Do you have an example of that? I'm trying to think of one right now. I, I'm desperately trying to think of one. I can't think of one now. Okay, no I worries. Tra- uh, my plan was actually to like rewatch and just like take notes as they went, but like I was like, I'm not gonna do that in the end. Maybe in a couple of years. So, what? Okay, let's talk about the plot then. Okay. The actual nitty gritty. Spoilers ahead, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this 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 show centers around I would say centers around Jinx. Okay, first thing I should probably mention, even though I don't know anything about League, I know who Jinx is. Yeah, she's like almost like I had to think of like a character who's like the face of League Legends. Jinx is probably one of, if not the one. Which is weird. Uh, Which is weird because she's not like an important character in many meaningful way in terms of. She's not even like a very ad friendly character either. I would say. But yeah, like, she's not exactly the face you would want, like a PR team would want. Yeah, she's not like the tracer. Like you know, tracer is kind of like a oh yeah, happy. Very clean, very happy. polished. Yeah, or even diva. But this is like a Jinx is Jinx is what we call the Joker of League of Legends. Like she's insane. That's she's her. literally insane. Like it's like it's not like oh she's just edgy. She's like literally mentally unstable. Exactly. That, that's like even though I don't play League, I know who Jinx is just because like she has like this reputation. That's like she's the face of League of Legends, even though she's like a crazy person. And you know, I was able to, I was able to like gleam that just from like Legends of Runeterra games. Like, yeah. From that one, I could like tell just like this person is clearly supposed to be like crazy. And so, and she's the only character I know of that has blue hair in League. That's, there might be more, I don't know. But as someone who like watches League from the outside, she's the only one. So like the second the character with blue hair is introduced, I'm like, is that, is that, is that the one? Is that Jinx? And then like halfway through the episode one, someone refers to her as a Jinx, and like, okay, that's it, that's it, got it. Uh, it's kind of obvious when uh I mean I guess if you don't if you don't know the story like we like in in League of Legends we know that Vi and Jinx are sisters, and we oh, know so no no yeah good. and so and so we knew that the we knew who Vi was she's obviously Vi so we know that has to be Jinx anyways. Okay, so yeah, it was again like I didn't know that. What did you think about Milo and Klygar? I okay, I guess again you said spoiler alert, but still once again spoiler alert at the end of like the Act One I didn't episode is it implied that they died. I don't think for a second they're dead. Uh, really? I just don't think so. Maybe they are, but I, I feel like they're going to come back as like, it's other characters in League that I don't know about. So they're going to come back as no. So they don't exist in League of Legends. Oh, they don't? No. Oh, then they're dead. No, they then don't. they're dead. But Klagar actually has a card in Legend of, Legend of Runeterra. But they don't exist in League of Legends. So I was, when I saw them first, I was like, huh, we, they have Vi and Jinx, but where where's the lore for these two guys? Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay, that's actually really interesting then. 
Because I just assume that, oh, these must be other characters they just don't know. But if they're not characters, I'm like, mm, they, might just, they might actually be dead. But I still feel like they probably aren't dead. I don't know why. This feels like... I don't know. Like, something about... Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, like, you know, episode whatever comes out. And then that that character comes back. Like, that, the, Milo or one of them comes back as like a, in a different form. Because, you know, it's been time skipping all that. And then they unveil new League of, League of Legends character. It's 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 him. That that I think I think a lot of people are thinking that Silco might be a new champion, but we don't know for sure. The here the thing is, Wait, which, which, one, which one Silco? Silco, he's the main villain. Oh oh, once again, he's not he's not a character. No, he's Legends? not he's not a character in League of Legends. He's a completely. Okay, how character. much of this is just like not in League of Legends? Because I assumed every main character, the villain, all the heroes, they were all like already characters. Even that dude who turns purple, I assumed was a character. No, the one no. who drinks all the. Pr- Okay, so how much of the show actually is League of Legends characters? Uh, so well, let's talk about that in just in just a second. But back to the Clagor Milo thing. When I saw that, I was so shocked. I was like, "Dang, League of Legends!" And I, like, I was like, "They're making this super dark because they showed Jace attempting to suicide." And I was like, "Oh, okay, this is." I did not expect that for this show, right? I know it's dark, but I didn't expect that. That was number one. I was like, okay, this is super dark. And when they showed two children dying, and I thought they died for sure. They might come back, but they don't, it doesn't really see, it doesn't seem possible. But um, who knows, right? Um, when I saw I was like, what? They killed two children? And the way they showed them dying, like, Clagger died pretty instantly. And they showed Milo, like, it was really sad because he he looks, he's crushed under under Rubble. He looks, he sees Clagger dead. He knows his friend is dead. He he looks at himself. He knows his legs are crushed or whatever. He looks up to the ceiling. He sees the rubble fall down on it. Like it's like, he knows he's gonna die. He sees everyone around him die, and then he dies. And I was like, oh my goodness! Like I'm dying right. I'm like I watch it when I was, I was like I was like, is this happening right now? Is this really happening? They really did this? No, it's pretty pretty intense. Yeah. And that's what that's what Jinx the show is... the show actually got pretty intense at times. I thought like I I went and think it was gonna be like, like I guess the best word for it is like edgy. Well, like it tries to be super hardcore, but it just comes off as like weird as like you know it's just like cringy almost but no it acts like when it has like those sad like emotional moments they hit oh yeah and when they show like like when they show like something dark happening you feel like oh my god this is like an unforgiving world almost like it, it is it really they is. Did, the writing is really good in that department for sure and and the reason why i think that they're dead and you, it might not be but the reason why i think that is because again in league of legends there's another champion called Fiddlesticks, and he's supposed to be like the like he knows your nightmares and your worst fears, and he has a voice line to Jinx specifically where he says, "All your fault, all your fault, all your fault," three times there. And it kind of really seems like he's really telling her that, yeah, they all died because of you. And there's other voice lines like like Warwick, he's another champion, and he says stuff like that to her, and Vi says stuff like that to her, like in the game. They're referencing this sort of like mistake. All referencing this, and Jinx, it's kind of like to think about like. She's a character that's like, oh, I really want to help, but I, people don't think I'm good enough. She comes that's thinking that she's helping. Was well, like, yeah, like at the end when like she, it's like her moment to shine. Where she's like, she, this is the moment in like normal, a normal like show where she would save the day. Exactly. And and like everything goes terribly wrong. It goes so like, and, wrong. And also, it looks like they would have been fine without her. Okay, people say that, but I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Like the guy was the the deck art, like, like the dude with like the the purple the dude. Purple dude. Yeah. He was super close to the door. Might have, they might have gotten away, but it's it's still they might still not have you know. No, but they I, do. I they, like, the show does make it seem like oh we've they found an exit, they're about to get like, out. Everything's starting to come together basically. But yeah, yeah. The show does show that, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. 
here's one thing I had an issue with. Just like, okay, first of all, Powder, which is like Jinx's name before she she takes, I assume before she takes the name Jinx eventually. Yeah. She, so, uh, so sometimes her face looks weird, just straight up. Like, I don't know what it is. There's some shots where her face just looks wrong to me. Like her eyes felt too big or like, I can't, I'm not an artist, so I can't put it like into proper words. But every sometimes the, the shot will linger on her face. I'm like, something feels off here. But those are like, that's minimal. One thing I thought was kind of an interesting choice is like, there are scenes where she has Jake breaks down crying, right? Yeah. And they make her look crazy then too. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was an odd choice. I feel like maybe like it'll make, I mean, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm not good at this stuff. But I thought like they should, I, I was wanting her to be like more normal. Like when she cries, she cries, you know, she breaks down. Like, you know, she ugly sobs like a normal person when they break down. But like, that was it. But she's like hitting herself in the head and she's like screaming out loud. And it's like, she already seems like she's already unhinged. And of course, I, I, here's here's the thing. Like when I thought of legal Le- like the legal legend jinx without the lore, I, I thought of her as insane, like the Joker level, like just insane, just crazy, right? She's like she's she's crazy for like somehow for mentally unstable. But when I'm watching here and her in Arcane, I don't think of that. I think of her as someone that's traumatized, and she's not insane, but she's acting like that sort of just to get just to put her feelings aside and you know you know what I'm saying like to forget the things and move on. But I don't think she is insane. Like it doesn't feel like that at least right now. Basically, she's she's trying to be insane, basically, because it makes it easier for her. Because if you saw the beginning, like her her parents are gone, like they're both orphans, they're both alone, they're in Zon. Zon is like a terrible place for children. Like, it's, it's terrible. Like it's terrible. they're, they're it's treated terrible. terribly. They're very poor, and she's seen the death and stuff, and and now everything's bad happening because of her. Like I, I can't imagine that destroying you. Like basically, it's like it's a coping mechanism. Yeah, for her, just to, like to lash out and be. Uh, like to act unstable as opposed to actually be unstable exactly. see i would believe that if it wasn't for the fact that when she was like, every time she broke down she went crazy when she broke down she's also like, just a child that's another thing she, i know she is a child like i get that but man the, the way those scenes are shot and animated it's like this woman's crazy like, she's crazy like you don't think like oh she you know it makes it feel like that's of an act when she actually goes crazy now if mm. she had, like you know cried like a bit more normally you know i'm not saying like it has to be like movie shot gorgeous like you know they're crying but they look so good like you know they can look you can look ugly when you're crying but like you don't have to look crazy i get it i get it but i wish they showed a little bit more craziness from her uh, just to show well, that little foreshadow one, you know? oh like, like she like, like during a fight she goes crazy and, like nearly killed someone or something yeah, because I'm, I'm assuming an act two will just be a time skip like they're all 100 percent. it's gonna jump straight to like when they're like the way they are in the games the, here, here's another here's another thing that's that people argue like who's at fault Right. Is Jinx at fault for everyone dying? Was it Vander at fault for everyone dying? Is it Vi at fault? And after after myself thinking for a long time, yeah, technically Vi maybe is, but I, I was thinking more of like a it's it's no one's fault. Like it's just it's just a tragedy. You know, it's just that's it's just, it. That's why I, that's why I liked it so much. Is that it's like you could argue any way you want. Like you can make a legitimate argument that this person shouldn't have done that or that person shouldn't have done that. But it's like that's how life kinda of works sometimes. So it's like yeah. you can it, you could everyone could try to do what they believe is right and the end everything going horribly wrong yep and that's what like that really resonated with me when i was watching the show it was just like all these people are doing what they genuinely believe is the best for everybody else and it just it all falls apart because of that yeah exactly so okay we've talked a lot about the jinx and vi side which i thought was all that arcane was going to be about i had no idea that jace was even going to be in arcane like mm-hmm. jace is a legendary character in league of legends the reason is no one plays him because they all suck at him. He's really hard to play. But the pro players play him, and he's so good that they ban him all the time. Oh, wow. That's crazy. 
So it's one of those. He's one of those characters that, as soon, by the way, when Arcane dropped, uh, the the win rate for Jace went down like three four percent. Like it went down to forty two or something. <laughs> so because people just picked up the character, I imagine because they like the show so much. Yep, I did too actually. And uh, you I'm tried not, again. I'm not good. You brought that curve down. You brought the I, average down. I was part of that number. <laughs> he's a hard character to play, you know. But anyways, um, so what did you think about Jace's character? Jason interaction with Arcane. Like, okay, what is Arcane? Do you know what Arcane is? It seems like it's just like this magical energy that exists in the world, that like some people can some people can naturally harness, but otherwise it's unusable for everybody else. Yeah, as far as I understood, Arcane is their word for magic. It's just magic, and I know it's weird because sometimes they use the word magic too. Oh yeah, yeah. it's interchangeable. That's what's weird. It's like it's not like one of those cases like you know in zombie movies where they don't call them zombies. They always yeah. say, "Oh, he's real walkers" or whatever. It's Walking not like that. Well, they, they, they say arcane, but then they also say magic too. It's like, so, so which is it? Like, are they not the same? Maybe maybe it's not actually. But I know because there's different areas in Runeterra, right? The world of Runeterra. We're looking at Piltover and Zahn, which are both... Uh, like, Piltover is known for pro- progress, and Zahn is known for being the Undercity. But there's another area called Demacia. And in that area, they literally ban magic. Like, magic is one of those things in this world of Runeterra that's kind of like... Uh, it's there, but people are still a little fearful of it. You know, because like nuclear like, energy. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's how I see it. Because, like, you know, magic <laughs> rock. In- potentially infinite power. But if you mess up, everything goes terribly wrong. That's how I think that, Well, that's the magic rock thing is not the only thing you can do with magic, right? That's just like a, that's like a rune. That's like a very specific. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, the guy uses it to like teleportation or something. Yeah, which could be another champion. It's not known for sure. Okay, once again, that guy's not a character. Okay, the guy that did that, uh, probably Rise, who is a champion, but it's hard to tell because Rise is a blue dude, and he, that guy was clearly a humanoid. It's not that Rise couldn't be a humanoid, but whatever. Okay, interesting. Once again, I assumed, like, I assumed any character who was at any point important enough to be given a voice line and a like, camera time, I assumed was a character. Look, listen, there are a lot. Okay, for example, Jace is a champion. Caitlyn is a champion. Bluehead uh, woman, right? No, Caitlyn is the, the, the patron. Assistant. Jace's patron's daughter. Does she not have blue hair? She doesn't have blue hair. No, she has black hair. God damn! I watched this like a, a couple, like a, a few days ago. I won't forget this. Okay. No, she's pretty important. Yeah. yeah. So Caitlyn, and then Vi, Jinx. You already know. Singed, which technically you don't know, but if you watch Netflix with the subtitles on, they reveal that the scientist that works for Silco, he's singed. Uh, so he's another channel. Oh, okay. So they don't say his name, but the subtitles give out his name. Echo, the little boy. His his younger like his older younger version he's also there, Echo the little, the little oh oh the the one in the shop yeah the one in the shop, um I'm probably missing someone, Rise is maybe the, uh, uh, Vander is Vander one I assume he has to be, Vander is kind of a secret right now okay here here's the deal, the biggest theory right now is Vander is Warwick, in the game oh okay okay so because, he's gonna show up later. Well, because Warwick has lines to Vi and Jinx, and his lines are like, uh, to Jinx, he's like, you know, I remember, you look vaguely familiar, I wonder why. And then to, or like, I hear a voice, and then to Vi, he's like, you're supposed to protect them or something. Something like that, right? Something vague. Because Warwick is a, he's like a wolf, or like he's like a bear hybrid or whatever. And inside the show, Arcane, they called Vander the Hound of Zaun, and they played Warwick's theme kind of when they showed him. But is Vander dead? And technically, Singed, who's Silco's scientist, creates Warwick. He tortures him every day, and he makes Warwick. 
He forgets all of his memories, and he becomes a crazy maniac trying to kill people, whatever. The blood moon, whatever. I don't know the details. But. Okay, this is interesting. I once again, like, I assume that this, the lore of the show, like the story that you're telling in League Legends, is a story that is mostly already was one that was already known. Like people knew that this that uh, Warwick or whatever his name. Oh, I forgot his name. What's his name? Warwick? Yeah, Warwick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Warwick was the adoptive father of Jinx and Vi and that he gets tortured. Oh, okay. like, I assumed all this stuff was already known and they're speaking a show around like the details we already know. It seems more like they're just kind of making stuff up. As, like they're making, this stuff could have been like predetermined, but like it's being revealed now for the first time. Basically. This is, no, this is the, this is the real, this is, this is Jinx's lore reveal because in Jinx's lore, all it says is she's crazy. And for some reason she has a really thin, close thing with Vi. We don't know why though. We don't know how that happened. We don't know how they're far apart, whatever. And Vi, similar thing to Vi, uh, this is what it says about Vi, but we don't know why. And with Warwick, these are interactions they have in the actual game. The lore, there's like a little bit of lore, but it's very it's very vague. This show is literally supposed to be expanding upon the lore of Jinx and Vi. It seems less like they're expanding and more like they're just, they're just straight up making it now. Like it wasn't there yeah, before. And making it too. And they're also retconning stuff. Stuff that was inside the lore is not, is, is different in Arcane. For example, Jace... And Victor, oh, by the way, Victor is also a champion. Um, oh, so he is one. Okay. Yeah, he is one. Victor and Jace in the lore, they were both geniuses. And Jace was an arrogant genius. And Victor was more of a, oh, this guy is kind of strange genius, right? Like, I, I think of it more like Dumbledore, Grindelwald kind of deal. They both met in, in, the, in the lore that's not in Arcane. They both met. They realized, oh, you're, you're a genius too. And they really they really teamed up with each other. And they started working together. But then they came to a situation where they there was a choice. And the solution that Victor had was to get rid of free free will. Like, I'm just kind of, you know. And Jesus, wait, hold this on, is hold not wait, right. wait. I thought Victor was the guy who drank the syrup. Victor is actually the guy with the cane. Yeah, the cane. The cane, dude. Okay, what's the name of the guy who drank the syrup? What syrup? The pink stuff that makes them like super buff and... The Deckard? Deckard, that's it. Yeah, that dude. That dude... Uh, okay, okay. I thought like De- Deckard was who was... Victor. When you said Victor, I was thinking of Deckard. And like, that's completely different. No, okay, no, it's, no. it's still semi-close. Where Victor is still like a smart person who's running the school. So like, he's like a, a oh, genius yeah, in yeah. himself. But but Victor is... In this case, he's not a student. Or he's not even like... He's not... Like, Jace is the student and Victor is more... He's already well-established. In, yeah, yeah. And in League of Legends lore, Victor is not really a hero. He's not really a villain, but he's not really a good guy. And he believes in the glorious evolution. Like, humanity is weak. H- humans are weak. We yeah, should yeah, replace our... <laughs> yeah, he believes in the glorious evolution. We should replace our parts with mechanical parts and stuff like okay. that. And in, in the lore, he In case gets, you somehow missed it, you know, his name is Victor. Yeah, he gets expelled from Piltover. He goes to Zaun and he starts doing stuff there. Victor and Jace fight... And Jace defeats him. Jace becomes the hero of whatever we call the Defender of Tomorrow because he def- helped against Victor, which is kind of strange. But Jace turns better. In this show, they already show they already started to show a little bit about Victor, saying like, "Oh, he has a cane," so he's kind of like, uh, "I don't even like that so much." And Jace showing how his he's a little too like he really wants to go for his dream. He's willing to do a lot of stuff for it already, which uh, you can take it as well. Yeah, good thing, bad thing, depends who you are. The council lady, she's not part of League of Legends. Like, she's not in the actual game. She could be are, a rune terror. Okay, are any of the council ones, like... Hammer, uh, Heimerdinger is. Okay, he is. What about the robot dude? No. What about the guy who, like, the woman manipulates? No. 
No, 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 none of the other ones are. Literally, none of the other ones. That's, once again, it's crazy to me. Like I just assumed like all like, I was missing so much, but apparently not. So I'm only, I'm only. There's to put this in perspective, right? There's like seven to eight to nine to ten areas in Rune Terra. All the champions are, are are coming from there. There's only like 150 champions. Divide that by 10 or so, and those are how many champions are in each area. Piltover. Still, I know. Still. I know. This is technically Piltover and Zon. You kind of combine them together, but I mean, it's, it's not. You know, Even it's, if they weren't champions, I assume that these characters were like known characters already. Well, I, maybe the councils were known, but not really no. And yeah, there's, again, there's like, stories. Like, are like I don't. I don't. I'm not saying like not only were they surprised that these aren't playable characters, they aren't characters at all. It seems like they they're written for the show. Yep. And just by extension, they become part of the world because the show is part of the world now. Yeah, and I I always thought of this as an origin story, for for I thought it was only for Jinx and Five, but now it seems like it's also for Jace and Caitlyn. We'll see what happens. Do you think like if they make more of the show like later seasons, do you think it'll follow the same character? Do you think like each season will be like its own contained thing, showing different? Origins? I really hope that they as soon as these episodes are done. Like, they don't touch Jinx and Vi that much anymore. Like, they should move on to other champions. What they, okay. I'm thinking, like, League Cinematic University. LCU. Coming soon. I feel like it's not really Cinematic University if it's just one show with multiple seasons. That's why That's why I'm saying League Cinematic Universe, where they have multiple shows, movies, or whatever. Origins of every character. They can combine them all, too, later on. How's that? I don't have enough time for this. <laughs> You don't have to watch it, but it's just, uh, I just, it's, no, it's, I do though. I just think I, I will have to once. Cause like Arcane was so, I enjoyed Arcane so much. I'm like I have to now I'm invested in like the world and the characters now too much. Yeah. It seems like it's doing pretty well and I don't know if it's going to get that higher, but the second, uh, uh, the last episode drops or like maybe like a couple of days before, because I'll like, account for the days it takes to watch it. I'm probably going to sit down and watch the show with my, with my dad and my sister. Cause I know they'll love it too. So, okay, yeah. like, the, the fact that I, I can be like, oh, yeah, my pa- my dad and my sister will love this show based on a video game, it's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should, you should, uh, like, I'm really curious to see what they would think about the show. Especially because they don't, do they, do they play League of Legends at all? I don't think they, my sister may know what League is. If I said League of Legends, she might know. My dad has no clue. He would have no idea. So that would really be interesting. Because what did you think about Jace? Like Jace's style and his 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 idea and stuff. I mean, he's hot. Uh, anyway, style. Uh, let's I, see. I didn't mean his physical appearance. <laughs> what the heck? I meant I meant his style of like. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm he go, he goes super hard for something that even though his professor tells him, "Hey, maybe don't." You know, I'm 300 years old. Maybe don't do this. Magic is kind of dangerous. You know, even if it's even if you can do it. He even said even if you can do it, you shouldn't because it's very dangerous in the wrong hands. But then Jace is like, "No, no, I can do it." City of Progress, we should do it. Hex, Hextech, Hextech, whatever it's called. No, I, re- I really like Jace. Like, I, I like the way he works and things. Like, yeah, I know this 300 year. First of all, the fact that this 300 year old guy is like, don't do it, it's too dangerous. And then he goes, like, even if you can do it, as if he doesn't even know if you can do it. Yeah, like, he okay, know. So clearly, you don't know that much either. All right. So we don't pretend like you know everything. All right. Like, I, I totally agree with I, I would totally be on Jace's, Jace's side. Like, if I was on council, I'd be like, let's do this. Let's, let's go. Okay, yeah. Well, let's see how that pans out. Uh, I'm, I'm, because I'm really interested too. Because magic is very dangerous in Rune Terra. Like, there's another champion called Annie. She's literally just a little girl, a little girl. She has a teddy bear, and she, uh, you know, a teddy bear turns into, turns into Tibbers. And her backstory is pretty insane. Like she, like based off the lore, right? Like she's literally just living, uh, with her dad and mom. They're living, and they're everything seems fine or whatnot. 
when Annie is born, like she's like she's really cold, like as a baby, she's really cold. So the mom's like, oh, uh, or maybe she's really hot. I don't know. Like let me, let me go to the let me go to the let me go to the water and let me get some cold water and bring her back. Uh, bring them back to cool her down, right? In the in the middle of the night, and the mom never comes back. And later on, uh, the dad is like, there, no one has any idea where the mom went. She's just gone. She's missing. So the dad later moves on and he finds another. He, he marries another woman, and that woman already has a daughter. I forgot her name, but. They don't really get along that well because Annie's That's not good like, for her. Yeah, and Annie's kind of spoiled because she's like the only child for like a long time. But now she's with another girl, so it's, you know it's a little bit of here and there. And the stepmom never really took too close to Annie. And one day they're just playing, uh, like across a river, which is really dangerous. But for Annie, she's really used to it. But the other girl is not really used to this. They're living outside in the like in in the forest kind of area, countryside or something. But um, she gets caught by the river currents, like not Annie, the other girl, and she she dies. And the, everyone's really distraught. They're like. That's so crazy. The stepmom is blame, blaming Annie, but the dad's like, you can't just blame Annie for that. And Annie gets really, you know, annoyed. She gets Annie gets so crazy. She she's born with magic. She has fire. She she like fire erupts everywhere. The whole house gets destroyed. Her dad dies. Like she, she basically, it's basically assumed that she kills her dad. And the mom's like, what happened? What what happened? And she's like, she's like, don't. And she's like, she's like, what happened? And then she takes the bear, the teddy bear, and they do a little, they do like a little tug with a teddy bear, like the stepmom and the and and Annie. Little, little tug of war with this teddy bear of course teddy bear like kind of pops a little bit and boom tibbers the bear comes out and basically the idea is we no one knows where her parents are no one knows where that woman went and all we know is that annie is now she just roams by herself literally by herself all around it's like it's a pretty scary story and this is born with magic right see that that's like that's a lot of lore for this one character like you that you know is established i assume that's what it was for like all these characters like Vander was a character who had this entire story that everybody already knew, and Jinx and Vi and the other characters who I realize aren't even real characters. No, the lore is very vague. And Jace's Jace again, Jace's one has been retconned already. Like not retconned, but like a lot of changed. So I, I think I think you're right though. I, I like I like that Jace still decided to go for it. Though it was kind of funny that like within that one night he's like Victor and Jace work together like oh we can stabilize it if it's a high frequency and they go to the thing and, like it it just works. It's like. It is pretty, like, yeah, like, it's like one of those, like, just writers things where it's like, we need to establish that these characters work well together. And that they, you know, that they're both smart, but they also can be smart together. So we have them solve a problem that all of a sudden is so easy all of a sudden because they're working together. Even though it seems a bit ridiculous that, like, in one night, they solved this problem that the guy was facing for who knows how long. You know, Jace wasn't that great of a guy in the lore in the beginning because Victor invented Blitzcrank, who's another champion, by the way. And he's, a, he's, like, a, he's like a sentient almost robot. And another professor took credit for this invention. And Victor's like, no, it was me that did it. And everyone's like, oh, who are you going to trust, you or the professor? And Jace never said anything to help Victor, even though he knew Victor made it. Okay, I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to say, like, and Jace, he murdered that professor. Like, I thought that's where that was going. No, that's why I said Jace, not, he's not, like, an amazing character, at least in that lore. Over here, he's doing pretty well, you know, so relatively far. speaking, early on. He seems to care. Like he's like it almost like he's like his fault is that he cares too much. That's why he's driven so much. It's because he cares so much for others. Uh, and I always wonder, like, how did Vi become a police officer? Because in I assume in, Vi is a police officer now. In well, in League of Legends, she's a police officer, right? That's her lore. And Kaylin okay. is also a police officer. Oh, interesting. Okay. Both did of them are police along? officers. Yeah, they're 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 basically partners almost. Oh, so now it makes a bit more sense why these stories connect them. Like if they're like. If yeah. the future versions of them are like partners, then it makes sense to have these stories be intertwined. And they hunt Jinx. 
that's kind of like the whole idea, right? Why does why is Vi so fixated after Jinx? It, like in, in in the League of Legends lore, that's what they're explaining here. But I was like, how did she how did she ever become a police officer? Because it doesn't seem when I first saw, I was like, she's in Zon. Like I, I had no idea that this was. I mean, obviously, but I didn't really realize it. If she's in Zon, then how does she become a police officer in Piltover? That was like. Now I guess it makes sense. All right, last question. What did you think about Silco? Uh, like I really like his design. He seems like like you look at him, you like you can tell like okay, this is clearly a villain, yep. right? Like you know, it's one of those designs. They like, even try to hide it, but like it is interesting. Like it seems like there's like something happened between him and Vander, where like it seems like he's he finds it highly like justifiable to do these horrible things because like he's been betrayed so harshly. And the fact that at the end you can see that he sympathizes with Jinx because this basically the same thing happened to her where like yeah. someone he considers a sibling it betrays them in the end and leaves them. It was very, very... I thought, I thought the exact same thing. And I thought Soko did a really good job. He wasn't one of those casual like, oh, I'm evil because I hate the world or whatever. You know, he's not like, like... He doesn't seem like one of those like, you know, I hate the world kind of deal. Even though maybe he is. And the interesting thing is he doesn't say Zon like as a... As a name for a city, I think I think I, or maybe he no he says that, but I think everyone else says something like where the undercity or where the whatever. It doesn't seem like they believe that they're connected. I, and I wonder if Silco is the one who comes and he unites all of Zon and they become a huge like they become. Oh, Zon. interesting. So yeah, like right now it's just like a bunch of it's like leftovers of all the other cities. Whereas then he can come and unify them as give them an identity to get behind. Like we're part of Zon. Yeah, because Zon is pretty big. It has like Chem Barons and stuff, and they're they're huge. Like it's not. I know it looks really run down right now, but it's it is it is still a big city. Like it's still a, a big boy town, even though it's very you know gritty. So I thought Silco was a pretty amazing character, pretty good. I really want to know what what was the deal with Vander and like like it seemed it seemed to me, based off what what they talked about, is Vander and um, Silco back in their younger days, they wanted to fight against Piltover, so they got the, they got the band together. They went to fight. Something happened though, where Vander's like something's gone wrong or something, and then he started beating up Silco. He was about to kill him too, until 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 those meddling kids and the dumb dog stopped him, and then and then uh, then he wasn't able to, you know. And then Silco comes back, still alive somehow. But this time he has this weird purple stuff, and he looks, it looks like he's access stuff from the void. The void is another thing in League of Legends, which is like a lot of weird stuff happens there. It looks like he's accessing it somehow, and we don't know how. But, you know, we'll, we'll see that stuff in the future. Yeah, this is all speculation at this point. I was going to ask, like, my last question. How did you feel about the music of the show? Uh, I thought it was really did, good. You really good? Okay. The music, I felt like, for the most part, was good. It did feel like every once in a while, it's just like, it, it reached that point, which I was afraid the entire show would be like, where it's like, it's trying too hard to be edgy. Sometimes it feels like, the lyrics are like, oh, the world's a horrible place, and like, it's all nothing, and we're all, everything's terrible. Like, it goes too hard sometimes with the music. But overall, like, yeah, the music was good. Especially, like, the non-vocal stuff. Like, the, you know, like, non-singing lines. Like, oh, the, dude. The I, music I, was great. I really... It's, it's so weird when they... I think it's called lamentating or something, or lamenting or something, where they're like, uh... Like, they, in the background, when there's some lady, like, you know, like... Bro, stop, dude. They did this dude. They did this inside uh, this show. I was like... Was it Justice League had that? Like, I was talking about that, like... <laughs> it was just like every time Wonder Woman was on screen, it was just that oh, yeah, soundbite. It was the same that, soundbite. Yeah. That's literally her thing. That's that's Wonder Woman's thing. That was so. It's just so weird, dude. I feel like it can work. It, it, legal uh, Justice League uh, overused it. I feel like, but it works in certain. I mean, used well. But yeah. So music overall good. I like the theme song. Theme song's great. 
I actually thought that was like because I, I I watched like I said I watched the subtitles on and said like oh, enemy by Imagine Dragons plays. Yeah. I assu- I assumed that was just like an Imagine Dragons song they took for the show. It doesn't no, seem that no. way. It seems no. like they made it for the show. The Imagine Dragons love League of Legends. They made they made oh, do they they made many songs for League for I League no of idea. Legends. Dude, League is massive, bro. Lots of people play it. I know League is massive. I just didn't know like Imagine Dragons was so closely intertwined with League. I assumed that you know Riot Games or whoever. Just approached them and said, hey, here's like a bajillion dollars. Make us a theme song. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll see what happens in the, in the next episodes. All right. Go watch Arcane and tell us what you guys think at in our Twitter, at Timesung. Yeah. We, we, you, might, you might have forgot that we had one. We almost forgot we had one. It's at Timesunk. Anyways, yeah. Check, 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 uh, check us out at Timesunk. And check out Arcane. It's a gorgeous show. Music's great. Story's great. But man, I- I'm a huge fan of animation. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah, I really like it. Alright, this is Hamza signing off. See ya. What's it called when you exit a game of League? Is there like a... What's the button that exits the game? The exit button? You just exit? Okay. I thought maybe it's like... It's something else, like I feel like some games like have like a unique word to like signify leaving. They like, try to make it like an in-world thing. Nah, they don't have anything. Okay. I thought we could, you know, we could say that instead of signing off. In that case, this is the Moldy signing off. (laughs) 